Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thanks, Katie, and welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Friday, June 21st. 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a moment, I'll be joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Craig Hurley, actor and writer extraordinaire. Uh, Sorry for a technical mess up yesterday. I'm not sure if that was uh, me on the islands at the beach or blog talk, but it looked like I was logged in the whole time. So we're thinking blog talk was down. So apologize for any snafu that caused after the first five minutes or so of our show, even though it was riveting, I'm sure, talking about the water. Uh, but we got all sorts of stuff to talk about. A lot of it is stuff that's been on our bandwagon before. So try to give us a call and let us know what's on your mind. 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. We'll be here for the next hour. So let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig, how we doing, buddy? 347-989-0126. And you better call in quick because you never know when we're going to get knocked off the air again. So, um, like what happened yesterday. The government is listening. (laughs) No, we didn't even say anything, dude. We were just rambling about nothing yesterday. And and then all of a sudden, we were just knocked off the air. I mean, we didn't mention anything. We didn't mention anything. No, it was was number 45. Like number 45, arresting, arresting a journalist. Uh, a Time Magazine journalist for his letter, and or at least threatening to, and how much of a dictator he sounds like when he does stuff like that. But we didn't even right. say that. I'm surprised we didn't j- just get cut off. Uh, so we didn't even talk no, about we, anything we didn't like get, that. I think past Huntington Beach, we talked about beach life and L.A. life for about uh, 12 minutes, and that was it. It was like, yeah. <laughs> anything yeah, that's all we out. talked about. So how right. how was how, how was your trip yesterday? I saw some stuff online that, that you you know had a lot of fun with some friends. It was an amazing afterwards. drive. I did my last tour into LA for the trip. I have to leave to head back home next Wednesday. I'm going to go to Vegas for five days on Wednesday and then head back to Ohio. But the last uh, the other Wednesday was my last time into LA. So I went to LA, met some great friends, had a nice dinner, and spent the night in LA. Got up and uh, went to breakfast with my friends, and I went to the beach because I hadn't been to the beach the entire time I was here, and I really missed it. I lived at the beach for a long time, so went over there, and that's when everything went kaflooey, and then I drove home, and I was back here in Palm Springs by 6 o'clock last night and spent the rest of the evening here, but it was a beautiful, beautiful last trip through Southern California. It was nice. Cool. Yeah, but where was it sunny? Because it wasn't sunny in L.A. Well, that's true. It was all smoggy in L.A. Was it sunny at the beach? Smoggy in 63, and the Newport Beach was 69 to 70 and overcast cloudy. Yeah. yeah, It wasn't really sunny. But when I got back to Palm Springs, when I got to Riverside, it was sunny again. Right. Oh, yeah. Once you get get out of that smog bowl. Right. It's actually cooler here. We are only a high of 102 today and it actually went down to 70 degrees last night and going down to 70 degrees for the next four nights. So that's kind of nice. Two, that's got to be that's got to be one of the top temperatures in the United States right now, dude. Is is 102 is, so where you're at is probably one of the top temperatures. Yeah, because we we went into a little bit of a cool spell after major heat wave. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's nice though because nights it never gets cool here and it's nice last night to walk around and. 70, 75 degree weather. It was very cool. I liked it. Hmm. How's everything where you are? You uh, in, stuck in that Good. fog again today? What's it like today? I didn't even look at the yeah. weather for you. No, right? it's, yeah, no, it's 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 actually chilly. It's like 70 degrees. It's actually kind of chilly. Not fun at all. 
I don't really have anything to well, say that's... about the weather. The weather's, you know, been doing its doing its thing. And, you know, uh, you got to really look at, you know, the fact that we're dealing with different types of weather systems at this point. And, uh, you know, I've been talking about the weather for at least 100 shows now. So, you know, gosh, you know, if you're not paying attention to no, what's happening around you. Yeah, yeah, no, there's flooding. There's some flooding going on. There's 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 some there's still severe weather going on and they've got a fire danger in all of the southwest. So all of uh, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, there's a fire danger there. But you think after the amount of rainfall that we've all received over the past, well, I don't know, three months that they would be out of fire danger. No, nope. Well, it's bad enough that I'm worried about the weather because, like I said, I wanted to go to the south and go to New Orleans for the first time and everything. And it's bad enough I'm worrying about flooding. And then today I read the paper that they have over a billion what they call blind mosquitoes flying through Louisiana right now, which are basically like water naps or something that get in the lakes there. And they're like everywhere. I guess they're like there's a billion of them. Over a billion. I don't mean to. I don't mean to laugh, but that's 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 what happens. We're going through a, a period of time in which the evasive species will become more dominant, and that happens with with climate change um, because we have too many of the species that are supposed to be in a particular area dying off at a rapid rate. So then what happens is the evasive species, which are the species that usually come from someplace else, um, uh, take over. They completely dominate because the other weaker, weaker species have died off. So, and, and so well, now, this, we got they, a whole bunch of mosquitoes. We got a billion freaking mosquitoes. Not always in Louisiana, but these mm-hmm. billion things pop every once in a while. But yep. uh, it's, supposed to happen, it's supposed to die in like, 10 days, which is when we should go through. So I'm hoping I don't have to. Good time. Literally, it covers an entire car. You have to pull over if you go through the swarm because there's just so many of them. Oh, that's freaking awesome. Super super tiny. How do you you pull over in in a mass of mosquitoes? I wouldn't recommend doing that. I don't know. No, in a swarm? No, no way would I be pulling over. um, Yeah, so I got that to look forward to, so. Well, let's go to our regular greatest hits. We have a couple of our greatest hits to go through today before we get bumped off the air. Um, we'll start with our. What are our uh, greatest hits? Um, our greatest hits, uh, number one, are two white guys talking about abortion. Um, oh, okay. We so have, we're going to talk about that again. Yeah, Missouri has <laughs> moved closer to becoming the first state without an abortion clinic when the health department rejected today the renewal for the Planned Parenthood location. A judge still has a stay on it for now, but they don't know when it's going to close down. But the judge uh, relayed the health department's decision on Friday, and it'll be the first state without an abortion clinic in almost 50 years. And I also found out that six other states are down to only one abortion clinic. Surprise, right. surprise, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, and then West Virginia and then up a little north, North Dakota and South Dakota. So it's getting ugly for uh, women's rights right now. Yeah. I mean, Man, I, I'm, I'm still like, what happens with the baby after it's born? Why aren't you right. more concerned about that? Um, exactly. I, there are five women that were young women, uh, 16, 17, they're juniors in high school in uh, Gretna, Nebraska. Um, That's just outside of Lincoln. Um, They uh, uh, got into an automobile accident, and this happened yesterday, I'm pretty sure. Um, And they, uh, there were five women in teenagers in a Ford Fusion so I'm trying to imagine that anyway, um, but yeah, not uh, like and, and no, that's a that's a really tiny car, and to have five grown women in the in the car has got to be kind of clown car-y like, um, and 
one of them evidently was not seat belted in because she was ejected. And I'm pretty sure that when they got into the, this accident that they, that she, because she was ejected, that she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. Um, and I'm pretty sure she's the one that survived. Uh, the other four were in trapped in the car as it went off the road and went down a ravine and caught on fire. So my, my, I know it, it's weird the way my brain works, but he started out talking about abortion and how they, people don't want them to have them, but then uh, my brain goes to a different place. It's like, why aren't you taking care of the people that are already here and what happens afterwards? And a situation like this where these women, uh, teenagers, okay, I, I know you think you can drive, but you can't, all right? I know you think you can, but you can't. And this is coming from a guy who thought he could drive when he was a kid and when he, you know, taught himself how to drive when he was 14. Um, I, you know, I, there's all sorts of different stuff. I had a parking lot available to me because of my parents' company. So I learned how to drive their trucks. I learned how to drive their cars in the parking lot. So it was a safe situation. I also have racing trophies. Um, I have experience, a lot of experience with driving uh, and I, and teenagers, you don't know what you're doing. Okay. It's really, really, really dangerous, really dangerous. And you take your eyes off the road for a half a second and it's done. It's over. So, and with the, with the tweeting and with the cell phones and with all of that, all the distractions that are happening, you should not be in a car together, first of all. Should not. That needs to be a law in every state, and I thought it was. So it seems to me that they may have been violating the law in this situation. And one person was ejected, so therefore didn't, wasn't wearing her seatbelt, which is the law in the United States, in every state. And it's there for a reason, and it's because it saves your life. And in this instance, I'm thinking she's the one that survived because she didn't get burned. But she's in critical. She's in critical condition right now. So we're not looking after the children – uh, after they're born, even even though these all all five of them supposedly are are A students, they're all you know like 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 at top of their class and and uh, you know just just really 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 responsible kids. That doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with a a truck cutting you off. It has nothing to do with a rabbit jumping out in front of you and you trying to avoid it. It has nothing to do with you glancing at your phone and in a turn at 80 miles an hour and then driving off the road. It's, it's all things that can happen to anyone. So teenagers specifically, please just, just – be careful with your own lives that your, your parents and your government are not taking care of you. They are not. So be responsible in your own way and, and know that these accidents literally come out of nowhere. You will not see it happen. When somebody center punches you or drives you off the road, you will not see it happen. You're not going to get that. Oh shit moment. If you're looking down, if you're distracted with other people in the car, so this, this to me, we're not – our governments aren't taking care of us in, in this way afterwards, yet they want to impose some type of law that says if we know we can't be responsible for this, for this child, then why are we having it? Regardless of what the situation is, regardless, if the individual knows that they cannot be responsible for this, uh, for this child, and even through adulthood, and whatever, can't, just can't be responsible for it, and, and there's something wrong, then it's, it's, it, it shouldn't be here anyway, because then we have things like this that occur. And I'm, I'm just like, we really need to pay attention to the people that are already here. 
<laughs> really, really need to do that. And it gets into mental health and it gets into homelessness and it gets into a whole bunch of other stuff. So, and, and when they're talking about, uh, you know, a, 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 a freaking cell divided thing, we don't know what type of human that's going to be. And, you know, once again, it's not just about cell division. You have to adhere as an individual, as a baby, as an infant, you have to adhere to the uterine wall in order to actually become a human. So as far as cell division is, I don't know exactly when the when it adheres to the uterine wall, but if it hasn't, then that's going to be one messed up kid. That's going to be one messed up adult. So, you know, it's most likely dead in the first place. So, you know, there's 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 a certain time limit, and and I'm just really confused as to why everybody's paying attention to that as opposed to paying attention to the valedictorians that just got into an accident because nobody freaking made sure that there weren't five people in a Ford Fusion and that there weren't, you know, that there, there was no cell phones and there's no distractions and, and, and seatbelts and there's a whole bit. Nobody's making sure. Well, those are two different so, things, though. I mean, we can go there, but that's two different things. One person responds. It is. It is two different things, but that's where my head goes. I'm sorry. You know, that's right. why I'm. It's, it's, like, it's like it's like we're not taking responsibility. Tragic Super tragic. Girls have to take responsibility for themselves. Uh, and abortion. This is someone else trying In to tell well. someone else what to do with their body. And uh, it's an entirely different thing altogether, really. Because this, these are people that are trying to stop people from doing things. That well, we as parents, we as parents and as officials, kid, they have their own decision. They're making their own decisions and stuff like that. They're 16. I'm, they were I'm like 16 and 17. They're, they're juniors in high school. Yeah, whatever. But, they, but they're letting themselves they, down. They should be taught differently. And there shouldn't actually be any, any teenagers in, in all in one they're car. Different. It needs to be an adult. I'm sorry. There needs yeah, to be it a freaking adult. Though, Craig, it's, they're just not listening. Well, you're a kid. You're a teenager. I was taught that in high school way back in the day. I know it's taught, just but you have to listen to it as a kid. Sometimes kids do stupid things. That's why you have to have a boy. Can't really allow them to get away with it as well. Where where's the police department in this? You can't allow them to continue to do those bad behaviors because then they end up in a ravine on fire. So we can't, you can't allow that to happen. No, exactly. And, and but, but who do you, you who do you got to punish? You got to punish the kid or the parent or I mean the kid. Yeah, kid. no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a combination of all of the above, and that's where that's why my brain goes there. It's like we're not actually taking care of the kids currently that are on the planet already, and yet we're all fighting over you know whether or not somebody should have the right to have an abortion. That's their own individual thing. So, and, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, my, my brain's weird like that. You know, we're not taking care of the homeless no, population. I, I understand, or the, I understand you know. where you got there, just, just how you got there. Just, I just don't want to correlate them too close together. One, someone yeah. else telling someone well, else. Well, abortion, and, abortion and, and, and homelessness can go side by side. Because if you know that you have a child that's, that's mentally ill, um, or d- disabled in some way, you as a parent do not have to have responsibility for that child after it turns the age of 18. So you can just dump it on the street and not care. And, and then it's society's problem. And then we have 4 million homeless people. So right. all with mental illnesses. And that's exactly what happened in every situation, I would assume. I'm, I'm just assuming that because we have 98% no, of the homeless agree, population that's mentally ill. Uh, yeah, I've always said. I mean, I've always said, I've said on this show, I've said on other shows that it's not that people are pro-life; they are pro-birth. Once the once they get it out into the world, they want nothing to do with them. They don't want to pay for adoption <laughs> Which agencies. Is just, they don't want to. It's do just anything. hypocritical. It's, it is pro-birth. Yeah, it's hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. Hypocritical to me, I, you know. And I, I, I'd much rather concentrate on the people that are already here. Let's let's concentrate on exactly. that and treating them better. All right, let's see. Next here. in our um, hit parade, 
of things we have going on. Um, we have a team of doctors, lawyers, and advocates warning that they say are major health and hygiene problems at several U.S. Customs and Border Protection facilities where we have these kids being held in detention centers. The kids are all having colds and were sick, and they don't have access to soap and wa soap to wash their hands. They're giving an alcohol-based cleanser. The government is saying they do not have to provide soap to these places. So they can do an alcohol-based oh, cleanser. Wow. Some of these kids have been there two to three weeks, and now they're all starting to get sick. And it creates a risk of spreading infectious disease. And health officials are saying they're worried it's going to be a public health emergency. So not only are we keeping uh, – Yeah, no, it'll turn into one pretty quick. Right. Yeah, so it'll turn into one pretty quick. For decades, but things are – now it's going from bad to worse, unfortunately. I thought it was bad enough that we're just keeping kids from their parents. Then I thought it was bad enough we're keeping them in cages for three weeks. Now it's we're keeping them – No, not – Some of them have showers once a week, and they don't have wow. access to soap. And now they're getting sick. It's like, what all do you want? Yeah, that's yeah. that's not that's not good. You know, it, it it's very, well, it's, dude. It's happened over and over again in history. Every single time a dictator gets up there, every single time they, yeah, they attack the immigrants, but, or, and then and then their kids Alexander get sick and die. Cortez and, is getting grief for comparing it to Holocaust. It's like you can't compare mm -hmm. it to Holocaust. So many people. No, that's what I just did. You can compare parts of it. You can't compare the tragedies yeah. there, are, but uh, there are similarities. Yeah, we're not doing we're not doing gas hurt. chambers. We're not doing gas chambers yet, um, but right. uh, that's right around the corner. Um, if right. that's if this is the case, if the immigrants' children are all dying off of disease because you're not giving them health care. Right. So yeah, that's it's 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 pretty close. Gas chamber, some virus. Gas chamber, some virus. Trying to weigh it out. It's just so frustrating. I don't even understand. Dude, it's pretty. It's just. How... It's really fucking messed up. Oh, I just swore. Well, I think this is actually oh. an apropos time to swear. So, okay, I'm gonna let that one fly. Actually, I didn't swear. Because this is <laughs> talking about little kids, little kids who are taken away from their parents and then them getting sick because they were taken away from their parents and they're not giving proper health care or proper anything, proper shelter, proper showers, proper whatever, nothing, no personal hygiene of any kind. So, yeah, that's a, it's a good time to swear. It deserves an F. One, we can let one F word. Yeah, it, it it definitely deserves one F bomb because it's absolutely freaking ridiculous. All right. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I can't. I we can't say much more about it. We got kids getting sick. We have kids uh, in cages getting sick, and we're watching it like a science experiment at a zoo. So I just don't know what else to say on it. It's uh, abolish ice. You could abolish ICE and you could uh, go with open borders, seeing as how this country was started on a bunch of immigrants coming over here and massacring a whole bunch of Indians. Already Indians. They're called Indians because they were indigenous. They were already here. Massacred them. Yeah, and so I don't know, so, I don't know, I don't know what, what, open up those borders. Huh? I can't say I'm for open borders. We, it, you got to have Why? some kind of. Come on, you just drove all the way across this country, right? What'd you see? Right. What'd you see? I'm not saying we don't have nothing, room for people. That's not the nothing, point. Yeah. <laughs> but not it's not nothing but open land. Come in. It has nothing to do with the room. We've got plenty of room. That's not the issue. If they're seeking the asylum, issue, if they're seeking asylum, absolutely. Right, exactly. Yeah, there, there's a difference yeah. between open borders and letting people in that have huh. legitimate reasons to come in. There are a lot of people we don't want in this country that are just bad people. I, I, no, 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 yeah, no. I, I, I totally agree. There has to be some type of processing. But, but yeah. uh, you know, overall, uh, you know, if you're seeking asylum, well, yeah, welcome. You're right. There's, there, there should be no closure be, because we have plenty of room. No. Right. Yes. Plenty of room, plenty, plenty of stuff. Plenty, plenty, there's plenty here. The United States is still a, a very, very wonderful place. It hasn't changed that much. Well, no, and in fact, I mean, I think 
in a lot of ways, we become better for it in a lot of things. Um, there's well, we're more aware. Right. We're, we're more aware, and our eyes are opened to different people's opinions. So right. that's that's good. And people are feeling more free to say their minds, which is also a good thing. Uh, there's, you know, I, I believe that people should be able to speak their truth, regardless of what right. their truth is. That's why we oh, do this show, standing on my soapbox. You're the latest in Coughgate. No. Gate. I'm calling no. it Coughgate. Um, I don't know if you heard. Of, um, why? Trump had that interview with George Stephanopoulos, right? And right. And he's just been giving lots of information. One of the things that came out the other day was that, I guess, Mulvaney, acting chief of staff Rick Mulvaney, coughed in the middle of one of Trump's thoughts. Now the, the, the <laughs> wisdom is that he was impending wisdom. Was it was it was it a cough that went it was something like this? Bullshit. <laughs> was well, that the cough that he did? <laughs> Bullshit. It was kind of that it was a cough that maybe Trump was going somewhere he might shouldn't have gone. Not want not to. <laughs> but either way, but either was way, warning Trump him. stopped it. Oh. Trump stopped the interview and said, "If you're going to cough, you have to get out of this room." And he, oh, and he directed oh, wow. the cameras. He restarted the interview. He restarted the interview after telling him to get out of the room for coughing. Wow. And so yesterday, he's meeting with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau from Canada, and he's right in the middle of a speech, and Justin Trudeau coughed loud and towards Trump. <laughs> and it's the meme going around the world right now. It is so freaking funny. Oh, dude, you just made me laugh so hard. Did Justin do that on on purpose? purpose? (laughs) Yeah. It it probably wasn't, but he could have been. He's he's young enough to do it to get it. So it's like nobody knows, but going around the game like crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. Too much fun. Oh, it's like, no, you're now in my country. Was he in the White House or was he in Canada? No, in the White House. They were in the White House. Oh, even in the White House? The reporters, and Justin let out a good cough. <laughs> oh, my cool. God. That's hysterically funny. Oh, what are you going to kick out? The fun. president? Are you seriously going to kick out the president of another country? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, and he just, just kind of oh. when he did it and kept talking. Or prime awesome. minister or whatever. Knew, what was that? Everyone knew what to reference to, even if it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew right. reference in their mind to what had happened week before. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Uh, I applaud him. I applaud him for that. Yeah. Dude, he made me laugh. I haven't even seen the meme. Yeah, dude, he made me laugh harder than I've laughed in a long time. That's that was really that's really funny. Yeah, no, that's really funny. Good sense of humor, Justin. All right, we're 28 minutes in. We're going to take a little break here. When we come back, we're going to have some more news stuff. Guys, you want to hear your your stories? It's Friday. What's going to happen to you all week? 347-989-0126. We had uh, David last week on Friday. I think uh, hopefully David's out there listening. He has a chance to call in. call in on Friday. Chris, we haven't heard from you in a while. Come on, guys. Give us a call. 347-989-0126. And Bobby. Bobby we haven't heard from in a while. There you go. It's been a bit. All right, yep. little body positivity here. Here we go. From or, to- or tapioca. Tapioca we haven't heard from in a while either. Yeah, I really like tapioca. talking in tapioca. All I'm in. <laughs> no.
loving you annoying fish. Yeah, girl, I'm big and loud. I stand for the truth. And this is who I am. Guys and gals, we are back. You can give us a call for the next 30 minutes, uh, 25 347 989 25 minutes to stand on my soapbox. Tell us what's going on here. Uh, let's see, more on our greatest hits. Speaking of more, Roy Moore is officially saying he's running for second <laughs> again in Alabama. Foghorn, leghorn, here to be your government yeah. official. He'll, he'll He's a cartoon character. Why? Why? No more cartoon characters. Come on. Can we get some people up there? Can we get some real people up there? That's that's all I want. People like Buttigieg. I feel like he's a real dude. So you know, why can't we get you know some real people up there instead of Foghorn Leghorn? You know, cartoon freaking characters. What the hell is going on? Well, we got some weird stuff going on. We got Roy Moore running again after all of his stupid pitfalls and everything from last year. Then we have the Oregon, over in Oregon, the governor, Kate Brown, deployed the state police yesterday to try to round up Republican lawmakers who flood the cap on the state to block a vote on a climate change plan. This is how afraid Oregon Republicans are of climate change. They left the state so they wouldn't have to take a vote on it, so they couldn't get a quorum. But the governor... Kate Brown tried to go after him, send the state police after him. A lot of them left the country or left the state, which you can't go after for state police. How chicken shit is that? Um, I don't like that at all. I'm still not un- understanding why they why they left. I don't because it, they didn't want to vote on it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking they, it. They, were, they wanted to block a vote. <laughs> Live on the air, no climate change. They had a they had a climate change bill going through Oregon. And they didn't want they didn't want to do a vote on it. And even though the Democrats, I think, are a majority in there, they they need to have right. a quorum of some Republicans where they can vote. And so just Correct. to block it, so they couldn't pass this climate change plan. They all left. All the Republicans left. They just left. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those are the people that you elected, Morgan. Those are those are the people that you elected. They don't show up when they're supposed to be there. That's good job. That didn't want pot. Good job collecting those pot. people. They don't, want, they don't believe in climate change. He's got your <laughs> bunch of yahoos. And, and obviously they're a minority, right? So why are we letting them control? I'm sorry, this is a democracy, which means majority rules. It's not even about the individual. It's majority. So why are, they, why are we letting them even make a decision? They're a minority in this, correct? Because it's a, a Oregon's 
mainly Democratic or maybe mainly Primarily, yes, but they have, a, they have yeah. just enough votes so they can stop a quorum from being held to vote. So, wow. Yeah, that's pretty chicken shit. Yeah. Exactly. Cut and run. I was thinking, hey, everybody go on vacation so we don't have to vote on this. Right. Like, um, didn't we elect you to vote on bills? I mean, just vote no. Yes, that's, that's, that's the only yeah. thing we elected them to do. <laughs> exactly. That is the only thing we elected them to do. But I, I guess I guess I guess the people of Oregon, and if you'd like to call me three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six, and please tell me that you don't agree with these politicians of yours cutting and running, instead of being there and being responsible, because otherwise they're a direct reflection on you, on you, the person that's standing there listening to me right now, you. So that means you're gonna cut and run. Man, the next time somebody else, somebody tells me that they're from Oregon, I'm going to question them. I'm going to be like, ooh, right. what kind of person are you? And that's everybody from Oregon. So, And I've actually experienced, uh, had experience with people from Oregon. And uh, now that I think about it, <laughs> yeah, they do cut and run. And this was like 20 years ago. So... When they have to do something, they, they I lived in Portland for four years, and it was a—it's a very progressive state. But yeah, they, I, I you think they do have some funky politics stuff. I, I'd say yeah, it depends on which city you're in. Suicide. Oregon was the first my experience. Suicide and a couple other things. Yeah, Portland. Uh, Portland is a is a really liberal city, um, but uh, you go to like Bend, and it's extremely conservative. And you go to right. Salem, and, and Salem just freaking sucks. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> around it. It just sucks. It doesn't matter what it is. And so you've got all of these cities in there that are, that are like, kind of red and kind of blue, and, and it's purple, and, yeah. you know, it's very confusing. Right. No, very Eugene confusing. So I could see how the half home. of them would leave. Yeah. Eugene is very liberal. It's the home of uh, the Grateful Dead yep. and everything. And, yeah, yep. they do. Yeah. yeah, like I said, there's specific cities that are that are extremely liberal, and then they're mixed in with all this purple, or all this. It's very, you know, it's a combination of crap. <clears throat> so, but and 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 then they cut and run. Wow. Yeah, that's that's not good for your reputation there, Oregonians. There you go. Right, last thing political I have, and the rest is kind of pop culture, or just general news. Um, Trump called off last night a attack on Iran, a retaliatory attack. We, we well, were because able of the drone. Yesterday, but of course we had the drone that yeah. um, Iran, they, no one disputes that Iran shot and downed an unmanned drone. Correct. And so that thing's the size of a, a 737, time, by the way. That thing's a, it's not a little tiny drone. It's a, it's a big no, it's, those, monster. Those it costs right. $20 million. This drone cost us taxpayers twenty million dollars, and Iran did shoot it down. Um, however, uh, I don't know what space we were in. Uh, there, we we're saying that it was international airspace, and they're saying no, you were directly above us. So right. Yeah, and so anyway, that's, that's I'll, I'll Trump is due. I guess they were. The plan was to send a, a response last night. And Trump called it off 10 minutes before, and this is all supposed, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Called it off 10 minutes before it was supposed to happen because they asked how many people will die, and they said 150. And the general said about 150 would probably die. And so he stopped it because it's too many casualties since it was an unmanned drone, which is smart. Yeah, no, no human. Him doing yeah. it or someone talked some sense into him, I don't know. But I got to give him credit where credit's due. You don't want to do a response. You're going to kill civilians when nobody. Yeah, and it's not a it's not an act of it's not an act of war. It wasn't an aggression. It wasn't an act of war. They were simply shooting down a spy plane. Because that's all our drones do is you know check them out and make sure that they're doing what they're saying they're doing or not doing what they're saying they're doing. Whatever, you know, they're just spying on. That's all a drone is. There are some drones that carry um, uh, weaponry. Um, but the uh, majority of it is spy, spy satellites. I mean, spy uh, drones. Exactly. So they, they just loaded up with cameras, 
And, you know, if they shot down, all they did was destroy a, a piece of military equipment. Dude, I've driven by a whole bunch of bases in my, in my travels, and I see all sorts of crap, old military equipment, just sitting out rusting. So, you know, we paid a lot of money for that shit. And, and we right. taxpayers well, like said, paid a lot $20 million premium. We don't want it being shot down, but yeah. still. You, you, know, know, you don't want it to be the, wasted, but you could. Hey, let's get back to the homeless population. The they could use that response. $20 million. You don't want to. Right. You need to do appropriate response. So I, yeah. I always say we'll give credit where credit is due. So I definitely and he want stopped to, it. Uh, okay, good. He stopped it like 10 minutes before, so that was good. Yeah, since um, no human was was injured, none of our none of our soldiers or our, our officers or anybody, you know, was injured, then you, it's not really an an act of war. You can't can't straight out, you know. And and don't we have still some troops and stuff in Iran? Don't we have an embassy? Don't we have any of that? I mean, it's it's all right there. And so there's Americans that are there that are on the ground. And if none of them have been injured, then we don't have anything to do right now. There is no, there's no going after them for anything because it hasn't been decided on whether or not it was in inter- international airspace or if it was in Iran's airspace. And then, then well, there it, might be a penalty for something like response, that. But I, you got to get yeah. hats off to them for not actually doing anything, killing anyone when they didn't kill any of ours. Yeah. By, when they didn't kill any of us. Correct. Hey, we got David. Yeah, no, that's that's a good decision. He made a good decision. I'm going to pull David in here. David's on. David, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, buddy? What's going on, David? uh, Good afternoon, you guys. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, sir? Good. Going to make this a regular thing every Friday? Uh, (laughs) I hope so. You sure? Yeah, because obviously, you know, if I I call him too many times, you guys are going to get pissed. So. No, 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 never. No, never. It's standing on my soapbox. Please stand. You know, you know how it is. Liberals like their conservatives, like they like their pepper. Just a, just a dash. At least, you know, you can't, can't I'm just gonna get um, uh, anus and anal fissures out there before you do. (laughs) So I'm not gonna give you the opportunity this time. I gave you the entire Uh, last show. uh, You you uh, forgot. You forgot the last one. Prolapse rectum. (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> slipping, I think slipping. it didn't Tapioca talk about that as well? When Tapioca was on, I'm pretty sure that they talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> what's on your mind, buddy? What's 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 happening in today? Anything hit your hot button? Yeah, no, I was uh just you know, to echo the same points you guys made, I was just was happy that Trump made the decision he did and not uh not let the war hawks that surround a lot of his administration to who want to jump the gun and go to war, it seems like, immediately. So uh, I thought he did a good right. thing. Yeah, I think he, yeah. I, we got to give him credit for it. I mean, Bolton is hardcore. Um, I think um, even Pompeo, not as hardcore as Bolton, but he's pretty hardcore. And Trump's been able to hold him at bay. That's one thing I got to say for the guy is he is really sticking to his guns and making the decisions on that. I don't think they're able to run rough shot over him, which is good. I'm impressed by that, actually. Yeah, he finally made a good decision. Oh, David oh, that's, that, that's, oh that's here we go. Finally, seriously, come on. Here we go. <laughs> no, if we're, if we're really going to talk about let's be honest here for a second. I'll just remember to go back. Give me another good decision that he's made. Okay, not, it certainly just... can't be detaining children and then the children getting sick. I mean, that's not a good decision. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this. Did you care about that in 2014? Did I care about that in 2014? Um, yeah. It wasn't in the news as much as it is now. Oh, there um, you go. Uh, and and, and no, 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 no. I know, I know, Obama. I know, I know. Dude, he's known as deporter in chief. He had no, no, he I'm deported 8,500. I'm not sure. Maybe because they were handling it. Maybe because they were handling it correct oh, at you, the time. You don't think that maybe it's because 85 percent of news journalists are registered Democrats, and maybe their political bias is reflected in their coverage. It you could be. Maybe that might be the case. But but all I know is that it is in the news, and there are too right. many children that are being caged. Oh, okay, right. So when so let's remember 2014, you had nearly a hundred thousand children arriving on trains. Because remember that whole – this is back when the whole DACA thing was being floated by Obama. And once a right. bunch of parents in Latin America heard that, people were literally sending their they children like, by themselves 
by the tens yep. of thousands to America. Yep. They get here. Yeah. How, what happened when they got here? Oh, what happened when they got here? That's that is they my got, question. They, what happened when yeah, they, got they got here? they got stuck in cages. They were sleeping okay. on the floor with tin foil okay. blankets. I do remember. And, I do remember some pictures and stuff, and that people were talking about it at that time. But not the way. And they that, now. but they got them. But they got them healthcare, and they got them to cities, no, they and they didn't. got them to. To their they families. treated them the exact from, same way they're doing right now. It's just that the only people are pretending to care. They only care because it's politically, you know, useful to use against Trump. It, other than that, they didn't. They could have cared less when it was going on. Because I remember I, I was involved with churches that went down there and actually got those kids right. clothes and food and medical care nice. and got doctors to volunteer there to go help them out. So all these people who pretend to care now, I find it comical, and I know they're doing it purely on a political basis. Because when it, when it was because ha- it was worse in 2014. Because imagine 2014. At least now you have families coming with children. Back no, then, it, it was wasn't worse by in 2014. If you look at the numbers, yeah, it wasn't say worse. It's equivalent. It's bad, but no, the it was a worse situation now, in regards to children. If you're talking about the children issue, it was worse for them because these kids were coming unaccompanied by themselves, and tens of thousands were just literally arriving. They had their parents load them on that train that comes north through Mexico. And they just showed up in the border by themselves. At least now you're talking about kids coming up with families. That's different, right? I, you yeah. know, I'm 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 not of Latino heritage, and my fiance Katie is. I, I'm wondering if Katie's listening in Mexico. <laughs> I wonder what her opinion is on this. Because well, I'm not I'm not of Latino heritage, but I, I, I do feel. Anybody seeking asylum? There should be equal outrage, but just because there's outrage now, it wasn't covered. Outrage is wrong. It's not wrong though. Right? Correct. Isn't that right, David? Well, if, if, if the outrage was actually genuine over the this condition over the children, or I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I personally just call now. I see it. I think people only give a damn because of Trump. If if, Trump, if if Hillary Clinton had been president right now and we had the exact same situation going on, I'm willing to bet 90% of the people talking about it wouldn't even have cared. I, I yeah, genuinely I can, feel that way because – I agree with that. I can agree with that for you. Let's, let's believe it that I agree with it, though. It's still horrible both places. It's still wrong. Whether you want to talk about it or not, it's right, wrong, right? In, in that regard, it, it's, it's not yeah, – We should have been not, talking about it then. But not in the case of blaming the president for a policy that was put in place in 1998 by Janet Reno. Right, remember right. That. Yeah, no, there's been an immigration you know? policy where they're taking away kids for a long time. Um, right. But regardless, that is – we are presently in 2019, and so we need to deal with what's happening today on our borders. And and with that amount of children, it's like some stupid number, 13,000 that are in cages, and now they're all getting sick. And it will become a national health emergency. There could be a pandemic because of something like this. There could be an epidemic because of something like this. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the way they're being treated when they're here. So we need to just be able to treat them better, make sure to give them better living conditions, make sure they're clean. I, I, I'd say there's some jobs there for some people down on the border states um, that, you know, there's some jobs there. If you go in and help clean up their stuff, you know, as a taxpayer, payer, I'd, paper, as a taxpayer, I'd be, you know, willing to add some of my taxes into that to make sure that that government job is taken care of. Because that's the government's responsibility. It's not my personal responsibility. But also with that, I think people need to understand there's an actual good thing to having children being separated, and it's a part of it that people don't seem to understand, which is that there's a huge issue of sex trafficking and child trafficking that happens at the borders all the time. And so part of the whole separation is to actually confirm. Is to make sure that that, that's not happening, that they're not coyotes that are bringing them through, that they're they're actual parents. I agree on that. The, The bad part is, though, they're not tracking those that they're separating from, and they're not able to get them back the legitimate ones. That's a well, no, they've only there's only like eight hundred. 
there's there's like 800 kids that haven't been um, uh, connected back with their parents. Um, and and of those kids, I think that David's point is that they may have been a part of coyotes and sex trafficking. So that's why that's they haven't been number. given back that's to their parents. Number, Craig. That's a what? wrong number, Craig. Where are we at? Way over 800. It's in the uh, thousands. I think the last, it's in the thousands. Okay. Okay. Part, of, part of that number, what, what they don't tell you is part of that number includes situations where they can't even contact the parents because the parents just, once they got released from custody, just took off. Or even the children themselves took off. Which is what, again, this is what goes back to the catch and release policy we used to have, which is this idea that people could just were given a court date once they got out. Like they're it, fish. They just, yeah, and it was ridiculous. And so <laughs> like people take fish. advantage of catch and release. This, this is what I would say from, to the liberals from this perspective. I understand you're motivated by compassion to want to help people, and I respect that. But at the same time, you cannot be naive and allow people to take advantage of you, which is what people oh, have been correct. doing at the border, you know? Oh, of course. So they right. take advantage of your kindness and they and they abuse the system, which at the end of the day their goal is just to get to America. And if you right. you know, right. under the pretense of you know, you want to be kind and help people, well at the same time you have a problem where we're essentially giving a green light and incentivizing people to come here in the first place. That was the, that was the problem with DACA. That's why all those kids, all these parents were willing to send their kids on a nearly Yeah, no, I remember that by the busloads. By the busloads, right. I, I, yeah, I remember finding, that happening. We're yeah. finding the opposite's happening now, though. It's, it's the same incentive. Same when it closed the borders. Now more people than ever are trying to do asylum. They've had more asylum seekers this year than they've had in 11 years. Yeah, that's so it's like. Hey, David. Know, hey, David. Where Where are you? Are you Are you standing next to like a concrete truck or something, dude? Because there's yeah, a really driving. loud like. He's driving. Oh, he's driving. driving. Yeah. Roll up your windows, man. Roll up your windows. Yeah, I know it's 80 degrees. But roll up your window. Okay, turn off your air conditioner then, because it's blowing right out okay. your microphone. Yeah, there you go. Sorry about that. Hey. No, but I was going to say. Or just put it to the other side. Well, well, let's remember when Trump came in initially back in 2017, uh, border crossings went down 75% because there was the general idea of, okay, now we got someone in place who's serious about it. Who's and not really going to put up with this. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And so what's happened yeah. in the last year is that Democrats have made it clear that they are not going to allow Trump to do anything to really enforce the border at all, including building a wall or having strict enforcement. Oh, no, he's building a wall, dude. He's building a wall. He's already got no. over 13 – he already got the over $13 billion from them over the past two years to build that wall. He's It's already happening. I haven't been there, but it is happening. There are sections of the wall that are being built currently. Yeah, but and that was one of the things that, that he was a success on. Right, but you you know what I'm saying though. In the last year, you've clearly seen the Democrats have made a more than public you know position of essentially opposing him on anything in regards to stopping illegal immigration, and yeah. so people see that David, in Latin America, and so they realize, oh, David, there's actually an opening because of the Democrats. David, we're six right. months into the new year. These people didn't take um, office until January. It's, it's been less than six months, so we can't say a year. Look at your numbers, how it's grown over the year. Democrats have only had lawmaking powers for five months. So we can't put this all on the Democrats. There's only been five months. No, I'm, last I'm talking year. about the Democrats the that created a perception Look in the, the media. Look at the stats of the rising over the last year. And exactly. You have to understand the laws have only been for I'm, five I'm not, I'm not connecting that to when the Democrats took the House. I'm talking about basically they've made it a big issue to where the Democrats – have made a clear position, and not just in the, in the federal level. Yeah. We see it on the state level with sanctuary cities, and heck, California. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Since, since he was elected, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Oh, that's my point. Yeah, but that, I'm, I'm just that's been their same position the for years. That's been for eight years. Yeah, but no, no, it wasn't because in 2014 it wasn't that way, and we had the same problem. So we just it just didn't get out of control as far as the the healthcare and all of that. There wasn't any epidemic or anything or anybody getting sick from what I can tell. And from what we understood from the media that we were being given at that point and the information we were being given, being given at that point. It may be different now. There may be other information out about it. Right. But uh, you know, currently we've had we've had six kids. We've had six kids die on the border uh, or eight. I think it's eight kids. So and and you know I I how do you explain that? I, you can't. I, I, you know that one to me. I, well, we're having yeah, these kids die now, and 
Well, the blame goes on their parents, first and foremost, for putting them in that position. For bringing them in the United States, for trying to bring them to a a better place. Dude, the places that they're from are war-torn as, and I don't want to swear. So they are so war-torn. They're so filled with with actual gang violence. Like, in the United States, we don't really, we don't really know what it's like. We don't really, really know. The poverty level there is just disgusting level. And yeah, and these, these people are trying to get their kids like to a better... Well, if they're seeking asylum, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't, they if don't they're from Honduras, they, can seek they have to, they have to come at least here. Or in Mexico. They can do it in Mexico, too. They don't have to... They, I don't know. There's a lot of people, things. but... But we've been stopping them down there too. We've got um, some of our military is down on the. Yeah, they, I think it's yeah, Panama. Because of what they did. Remember how they? Remember what they did? That caravan came in. The Mexican government mm-hmm. put up a put up basically a walls and fences to try to stop them. They broke right. it. They busted through. Right. They beat up cops. They assaulted some of the soldiers that were in the Mexican side that tried to stop them. That's right. why the Mexicans requested help. It's not like America right. just decided, oh, we're going to go in there. Oh, we're the just going to go down there. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. So yeah. I mean, come on. Now let's let's be real here. We're not, we got to stop pretending that these are a bunch of like you know, innocent Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts that are showing up and you know they're just with, no. With, if with they are asylum seekers and it, and they have to go through a process, but if they are asylum seekers, legitimate, then they need to be let in. They're they not asylum seekers. They don't even qualify for asylum. That's why the majority they of the do, depending on the country they're from. Yeah, but it depends the on the country they're from, rejected Because usually we do asylums based on religious persecution, ethnic persecution, right. where there's a, right. demonst- you know, a demonstrable showing that people are getting killed. If there's a Not, dictator that's in power in the right, city that they're can't, from. But you can't say, oh, there's gang violence and drug dealing going on where I live, and I'm afraid of the gangs and my life's in danger. That doesn't qualify no. for asylum. No, that doesn't that, qualify because we have that in the United States. Claim. That's my yeah. point. That's what most of them are All right, we got to wrap it up. I'm going to give everyone a minute. David, go ahead and give really? a minute. Yep. Well, all David, I'm saying is, is, is that for, for the Democrats, at, at some point, you got to stop trying to just win off of the whole protest against Trump and actually put someone out there that people like and are inspired by. Because based on the rallies I've been seeing, Joe Biden has been going around the country drawing, what, 5, 50, 100, 200 people. That's it. Trump has a rally in Orlando. It's 20,000 people there. There was 160,000 person waiting list to get tickets to go to that rally people were out there lined up for three days and you can't name one democrat candidate that can even draw a crowd of more than even 100 or maybe 200 at max maybe bernie sanders and that's only if he's on a leftist university campus where he's going to be surrounded by a bunch of marxists otherwise who on the left is going to do it who's moving the needle um Good point. I don't know Good if those point. I don't know if those numbers are correct, dude. Uh, you know, um, that's you guys have had a uh, problem with numbers since the inauguration. Oh, you can so look it up. I, I don't, oh, I don't know if those, I've, I've read a variety of different numbers uh, that oh, showed you know, up. You didn't have that. to take the numbers. Go to YouTube <laughs> and I did see the little the little tent city. I saw the little tent city that was built around there. So I know people were camping for days. Camping. I don't even understand that. They I don't had even want that. person waiting list. To try to Why would you want to be like a homeless person? It's because people like the president more than the media. The media is giving you this idea that the country hates them. I'm telling you, it's not the no, case. No, no, no. It's just, it's just like 60% of the people that don't agree with what's happening. That's that, Nobody hates him. Everybody sees him for you know what he is. So that's right, it. I just feel like the media is setting you guys up again for 2016 and giving this false expectation that Trump's going to lose in a landslide. And I'm telling you, it's not. It just. Oh no, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a no, landslide. It's going to be tough. No, you're it's right. Gonna it's going to be. It's going to be tough. To to actually be. Look at chance of winning. History's on his side, yeah. no matter how good or yep. bad he is. If the economy's <clears throat> yep. good and you're an incumbent, your history, you're going to win 63% of the time, no matter who you yep. are. So he's got yep. a he's got a good chance. Unfortunately, no, he's got a really good chance, and I'm not I'm not paying attention right, to Craig, that. What I'm trying to do is boost up. the other Craig, people. You got one minute. Wait, I don't I don't need another minute, dude. <clears throat> I'm wrapped up. All right, <laughs> All right David, nice thanks. You I appreciate you your call, man. Yeah, David, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Good point every thanks, time. Thanks, brother. It was good talking to you. And wear your seatbelt. Wear your seatbelt. And tell the teenagers around you wear your seatbelt. Yes, And stop looking at the phone. All right. Take care. All right, brother. Peace. 
All right, guys, we are out of here. Thanks for joining us for another week of Standing on Our Soapbox. We'll be back next week with one last shortened week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, at 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern for an hour. Give us a call. This is a little bit of David Hernandez Kingdom. Thanks, and have a great afternoon. Bye-bye. Peace.